0: Hello, and welcome to Nerd Vomit. I'm Doug. I'm a nerd. This is my Vomit. And the other nerd that vomits on this show is my stalwart companion, Christina.
1: Hello, nerds.
0: Wow, that had some pepper on it. You're getting You're getting, getting better. You're getting comfy. Getting better. Uh, so, welcome to Nerd Vomit, uh, the only show where uh, you're going to get to listen to me and Christina 69. Oh, God. It's like a breathless laugh, folks. Of course, that's not really going to happen in the way you think. It's that it's episode 69, which made us giggle when we were talking about it a week ago, which is why there was a placeholder last week.
1: And I'm excited to be on this episode.
0: So, uh, yeah, it's it's been a hot minute. Um, In fact, we did the math, it's been a month. Um, But luckily, that means we have tons of stuff to talk about.
1: This is very true.
0: Um, Did you, you have anything you want to start off with, or...? No, the only new thing... What's on your uh, vomitorium?
1: My vomitorium this time is I actually have joined the computer gaming world with Steam for the first time.
0: Which has only been around for 20 fucking years. Shut Um, up, Doug. No, I'm a... a, There are things that I'm I'm a slow adopter to as well, and uh, I'm right there with you. So what are you playing on Steam? Which is... That's PC and... and, um, I think you can get it on. Is it cross-platform or is it just PC? I
1: am not sure, to be honest. Okay.
0: does so I always get Steam and Twitch confused? And I know Twitch is like streaming video of playing games, and then Steam, which sounds like stream, which I think is where I get confused. Is like yeah, like streaming, like what? Um, what's the one that's um, Google's coming out with? Um, Stadia is going to be pure streaming, which I, you know. I think streaming games are cool, especially with the rise of like high-speed internet. But for me, there's something to be said for like owning a physical copy of the game, um, especially if you have something with like games that I play, like Borderlands 3, and uh, we're going to talk about it in a little bit, um, but uh, Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot, where you have season passes. Um,
1: yeah, there's something about having... like It's a game that you're really fond of actually having it in oh, your possession. Yeah.
0: Because even though I've beaten Borderlands... Two and three, and three still got like season a, a new DLC coming out actually this month. Um, same with Control, I really look forward to that. Um, but that you know, especially if I beat it, um, and it's not a game I'm going to hang on to. Uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Uh, the Star Wars: Fallen Order. Like I beat it. I'm not aware of any DLC coming out, um, but I'm able to sell it so that I'm I can get like trade credit. Yeah, I think that that's part of the reason why I like physical games. Um, I'm also obviously I have a collector mentality, so of course I want you know the Handsome Jack Borderlands, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Borderlands Three, Tales from the Borderlands, which we'll talk about in a little bit, um, and just have like a bunch of Borderlands shit. Yeah, um, it's
1: like me with Kingdom Hearts and Pokemon.
0: Yeah, did you read? Did you read anything about the Kingdom Hearts Three DLC? No. Apparently, it's not great. Oh no. Yeah, like apparently, not only do you watch it more than you play it. But, like, it's And that's the pointless. downloadable content. Yeah, it's uh, called Remind. And I guess, like, it's right before the, like, final, like, battle in 3. That's when you're in the Keyblade graveyard. Okay. And I guess, like, Sora goes off to go do, like, some apparently menial side quest that wasn't in the game. And, yeah, it's not getting...
1: It's more of a movie that... yeah. Well, that
0: like it just apparently doesn't add anything to like the mythology of Kingdom Hearts, which is rare because everything from Kingdom Hearts adds to the mythology of Kingdom Hearts. Um, No, I think I was reading about Final Fantasy VII where it's actually going to be episodic, which I'm not interested in at fucking all.
1: And episodic is like it would have episodes.
0: Yeah, like it, like you basically like apparently when you get Final Fantasy VII the remake, which is one of my favorite games of all time one of the top, like, ten games, if you look at any list, um, if you look at any list of top ten video game moments, um, spoiler alert since, you know, the game's, like, over 20 years old, um, uh, when Eris dies, like, that's, like, I was, like, heart-wrenching, soul-crushing, like, oh my god, they killed a main character. Yeah. Um... It's always in the top five video game moments, period.
1: I'm actually excited to get that one because I never played the original Final Fantasy VII.
0: It's the first game that I... I I know for a fact I broke, like, 160 hours on it. Now, given I was in high school... Okay. And, like, it's like, well, what am I going to do? I'm obviously a person that plays Final Fantasy VII in high school, so obviously I don't have a girlfriend. Um... You know, You're also in high school. Yeah, like, you just like, what are you going to do after you? You know, it's like, that's when you play video games. Um, you go
1: home, you either do your homework first and play the video games. I or... I think it
0: was one of the first anyway. dual discs that I had to play. Um, I think it was that Legends of Dragoon were the first, like, two dual disc... Okay. ...PlayStation games where it wouldn't fit all, all on one disc. And now, obviously, with the rise of, like, Blu-ray games and all that shit. Um, or even streaming. But apparently, yeah, it's going to be episodic. If you've played the game... Um, Apparently, the first "quote unquote" episode is going to be the fight in Midgard, which is like the introduction of a few main characters, um, and then it'll just like keep coming out like DLC? Huh. Question mark? Which I'm not interested in at all. Like, that I want to buy. Yeah, like I want to buy Final Fantasy VII, and then just have and all play the play Final Fantasy Seven. Play it. You know what? Like, if I have to wait for maybe a DLC to. Get the ruby or sapphire weapons, or find the submarine. Yes, there's a submarine. Um, fine, that's not that bad. Not that bad. Like it's later on, way later on in the game, and it's like totally optional. But like to have it be like almost like levels being released. It, I'm sorry, we've we've this got the technology, more, this huh?
1: This was more like a pain than to just have it all at well, like one disc. Buying an entire
0: game of DLC where you have to wait, and I'm sure. They release it, like, every month. But that's, like, a Telltale game, which I'm playing. Um, but that one I bought the entire fucking game. Um, yeah, like, that. I you have to wait, like, a month for, like, new installments. It's just... That's not how games are played anymore.
1: No, because what if you finish the game in, like, the first two days of the month, and then you have to wait the rest of, like, the 29 days?
0: Absolutely.
1: By that time, I'd lose interest and be like, ah, oh, whatever.
0: Or you lose track of what you were doing, or... Like and then it's like yeah, like it's just expedient is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um. And I guess we'll just keep going with video games on this one. Uh. So speaking of season passes and like I said, we talk about a few of these games, uh. Later and later is now. Um. The future is the present. That sounded so much cooler in my head when I thought <laughs> of it. I was gonna be like, that's gonna have gravitas, and nope, it just sounds stupid. Almost uh, as much so, as your
1: liver and brain having a Netflix and
0: chill night. That's almost every night. Um, <laughs> so I beat Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. There's not a whole lot to say about this. You basically play through Goku's life. Um, you basically play through all of Dragon Ball Z. You start with, you know, Goku is a grown-up with Gohan, and then he's got to fight Red. It's his Saiyan brother. Then you find out Goku's an alien, which in any other thing would sound stupid, where you're like, nope, he's an alien, and it's like, nope, makes sense. Um, oh, man, hold on, there's an ad on the TV right now for Bloodshot with Vin Diesel, and I'm actually really... Oh, God, Guy Pierce is in it? Fuck, I'm in. I'm in. So, basically, Bloodshot, from what I'm to gather, I never read the comic, is he's like a military, like, you know, like, quote-unquote, like, super soldier... And he has, like, nanites in his blood that, like, allow him to heal from, like, any grievous wound. Um, and if so he's almost kind
1: of like Wolverine, but not Wolverine. But, like, he,
0: more like Deadpool, actually. Okay, he's a, he's a okay. manufactured super soldier. Gotcha. Um, I never read Bloodshot. Um, it just didn't interest me. I've never been like, into, like, military stuff. Um, and it was also at the time when Image was kind of coming up to rival... Uh, Marvel and DC is like one of the big three companies now, as opposed to the big two Marvel and DC. Um, but the whole joke was that Image ha- just had titles with blood in the title. There was like Young Blood and well, bad example, Spawn. Um, but it was like there was uh, Bloodshot and Young Blood and Blood Wolf and the whole joke was like they were going to have a comic called Blood Blood. Um, <laughs> no. ones, I, I don't know if you know any of the other Image titles. Uh... You, you probably have heard of Spawn.
1: Yeah, heard there, of it. there was a
0: movie. It was not great. They're remaking it as a hard R horror movie, which I'm excited for. Um, Wildcats had a CBS cartoon. Weirdly enough, Wildcats. yeah, there was an android and a telepath and this guy named Mull, who was like, he was a genius, but his ability was like to like grow big and strong. But the bigger he got, the dumber he got. You're looking it up, but it's going to be, it's, like, if you look at Wildcat's Jim Lee, that'll help. Because that's who wrote and drew it. You're going to be like, maybe... There was, like, a... No, you don't? No. Nope. No, all right. Uh, The Max... Oh, uh, no, you're too fucking young. The Max was a great comic by Sam Keith, who they turned into a really, like, groundbreaking cartoon on MTV, weirdly enough. Um, where it was like mixed media, like it had like live action. Uh, the art looked exactly like it did in the comic, but oh, they wow. also had like CGI in it. It played really well. It's if you ever can find it, or I think I might have it on uh, Doug plus, um, it like the animation doesn't hold up. It's very nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you look at it from that lens, it's like, wow, this is groundbreaking. There's a scene where the Max is gotten arrested and he's passing out from blood loss for reasons. And, like, he's animated, but the two cops in the front of the car are, like, live-action silhouettes. Huh. Like, two actual actors, like, in, like, black silhouette. Yeah. And then, like, he's, like, you know, being animated, like, kind of passing out in the background, and they're, like, talking. And it was, like, that's... You'd never seen that. It yeah. was um, hot on the heels of a thing called Liquid... God, I'm going off on so many weird fucking tangents... That's why it's uh, called, called Vomit. Uh, a thing called uh, Liquid Television. Um, and it had... Uh, they made a movie out of it, but the original animated um, Aeon Flux uh, was on that by Peter Chung, I want to say his name was. That sounds about right. Uh, the movie was a piece of shit. Don't keep living your life. But the animated was... Oh, God, dude. Peter Chung's... Like, just his style was fantastic. Um, and then it was The Max, uh, Early Beavis and Butthead. Okay. Um, I really watched, with, Phoenix, with, but with I know Frog Baseball was their first short, uh, and then uh, this great—I ni- I mean, it was like so '90s alternative vibe. It was called The Head, and it was this like alien. These two aliens—one's good, one's bad. Like crash land, and the bad one wants like get this like build this weapon that you know like kills everybody or destroys the world or whatever it was. And the good alien who gets named Roy. <laughs> <laughs> lives in this guy's head and the guy's head is like like nine feet tall and like ovoid and bald oh my god but like Roy lives in there and like no one seems to care that this guy's got this like giant fuck off head um and it is fan fucking tastic it's one of those like it it probably shaped me in ways I have no idea cause I'm thinking about like his he goes to like some kind of like support group of like freaks mm-hmm. basically and, like, there's a woman with, like, like this giant, like, like, rat face. And there's a guy who, like, survived a lawnmower blade being, like, put in his head. If they remove it, he dies. Um, so it's just
1: stuck there.
0: Yeah, it's just stuck there. Uh, and... But it was, like, so, like, surreal and weird and dark and funny that I think that seeing it at... You can talk. It's okay. You probably didn't get picked up on the mic when you said that. Uh, yeah, I'll take another round. Um yeah.
1: And I'll do another one.
0: So Dragon Ball Z <laughs> an hour later. Um it was it was fun playing through. Um I loved, you know, playing as Vegeta and you know, firing off a Gallic gun and um, you know, hearing him go like, Oh you, you know, I'm not gonna do a bad uh, Vegeta do impression it. but where he's Please like, like Kakarot you bastard how can I ever live up to you <laughs> you know <laughs> you went super Saiyan." um it was very uh, uh Mark Hamill doing Claude Rains in case you were wondering it had a touch of that um but it was so fun and hearing like you know we were talking about this off air that like they have the same voice cast so it's a voice cast of like I wouldn't say my childhood but yeah. my, my you know high school years of getting into Dragon Ball Z and that was kind of my, my go-to, very general anime that wasn't um, Trigon or Akira. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. The side missions are totally fucking worthless. Um, there so are,
1: skip the side missions.
0: Well, I mean, if you do ten of them, you get a trophy. And
1: okay, then so helps I do you, ten of them and then skip them.
0: Well, and it helps you like unlock like these things called soul emblems where it's like... It's like a... Almost like an RPG skill tree element to it. Um... And it, like, you know... If you build your skill tree up on certain things, like... When you cook meals, they have, like, better results. Or you can get, you know, extra experience from fights. Or your healing stuff, like, gotcha. does better. Like, you know... Does better. Good dog. Grammar. Um, you know, helps that much more. go, English major. Degree. It's even worse. Not just majoring. I got through it. Um... But yeah, like, it just, I mean, it was fun, but it was, like, it was cotton candy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's fun, but there's, there really wasn't any substance. Yeah. And if you're a fan of their show, like, they skip a lot. Because, obviously, you can't fit, like, all the seasons into, like, you know, yeah. a game. You're not going to go through every, you know, beat of everything. Like, but it was, like... If you watch it, you're going, okay, well, I know Vegeta and Bulma are going to end up together, and, you know, fuck. And, you know, then there's going to be trunks. Right? But, like, they kind of really do kind of skip over, like, the courtship part. They do show that Bulma at one point has, like, concern over Vegeta training under, like, 150 gravity or something crazy. And you're supposed to, like, kind of infer that, like, okay, well, that one or two lines of, like, concerned dialogue are going to smash cuts, like, seven years later, result in a child. You know what I mean? Like, they skip over a lot of... Like, you know, there's no exposition, and there's not a lot of development when you get there. Um, At no point do they ever discuss when Gohan and Chi-Chi had sex to result in Goten, whereas in the show, it... Not explicitly, obviously, but, like, it's implied that, like, Gohan went, okay, well, if... You know, my dad's not going to survive this next fight in the cell games. I'm going to let me, you know, or I'm going to let dad and mom, like, go have, like, a nice picnic. And obviously that results in a little uh, innie-outie, which results in a baby. So, um, yeah, I mean, they skip over a lot of, like, you know, kind of the story minutia and hit the major points. But, um, I mean, it's like... Basically playing through the high points yeah. of Dragon Ball Z, which it was it was enjoyable, and I'm looking forward to seeing. Rumor has that the DLC is going to be like the War of the Gods, when Vegeta and Goku meet, like the God of like combat, I guess you'd call him. But he looks like one of those like furless Egyptian cats, uh, and it goes by the name Barris Yeah,
1: that one.
0: Yeah, it was in the two the Sphinx movies. Sphinx cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, because it was, uh... Because he
1: also in Dragon Ball Super.
0: Well, it's, yes, because after Dragon Ball Z, they released, um, War of the Gods, and then Resurrection F, which had the return of yet another version of Frieza for no reason. Uh...
1: It never dies. And that's
0: what bridges, uh, DBZ and, uh, Dragon Ball Super, which I have okay. not watched an episode of at all. Um, and it's not that I don't care, I just, I was just waiting for I've the dub and then I got... Watch, I've got so much other shit to watch.
1: I've watched some of it, but intermittently, just when I'm up late at night and it's on tsunami, and I'm just like, oh, what is this? Oh, okay.
0: The one thing I like about Super is that apparently at the end of the season, um, instead of going along and saying, hey, Kelvin, as, in <laughs> case anyone's listening on the internet, Kelvin just walked in, um, that, um, Instead of, like, trying to, like, follow Goku or Kakarot, as his surname name is, which means carrot in Japanese, because they all have, like, food names. Instead of trying to... That. Yeah, Vegeta's vegetable, I believe... I don't know what... I think either Goku or Gohan is meal. I'm not quite sure which one. Uh, but yeah, they all have, like, food names. At the beginning, not, you know, later on. Um, it's like, I don't know what Bulma means, but I'm pretty sure it's not a food. Or Trunks. But, uh... At the end of Dragon Ball Super that's come out so far, instead of Vegeta like trying to like follow Goku's like training regimen to like match him, he goes, you know what? I'm not gonna keep following you, I'm gonna go do my own thing. Which is awesome because that implies that like instead of like Goku and Vegeta like keep having like the same one, like that same kind of like cycle of like Goku goes ahead of him and then Vegeta catches up. And they kind of learn like the same skills. That, like, when Vegeta comes back, he'll have, like, a radically different set of skills. Yeah. Um, That would be nice. Because when Goku learned (laughs) instant transmission, like, that was, like, a game changer early on in Dragon Ball Z. So it was like, oh my god, he can, like, transmit himself instantly to wherever, like, if he thinks of someone. Um, And then it was, of course, Super Saiyan 1, 2, 3, 4, whatever the fuck it is now. Um, that is what? Super, blue hair? Uh, that's Super Saiyan God. Which is yeah. when you find out that Gohan's going to have a kid. Or a second kid? Second kid. Mm-hmm. With, uh, yeah, with Hercules or Mr. Satan. in uh, the Japanese uh, daughter, Videl. Um, though it was fun playing the game because I completely forgot about... Um, oh, fuck, what is his name? See, I can't even think of him. Um, Yajirobe. Who, like, it was just like... A total side character. And I was just like, oh yeah, that guy. And he's very instrumental at the end of one of the um, sagas. At the end of the Saiyan saga. But I was like, oh yeah, that guy. I totally forgot about that guy.
1: You see the blue one with the black glasses?
0: Blue one with the black glasses. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, that took me a second. Uh, yeah, you're thinking of King Kai. Okay. He was like, oh, Goku. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Yahirobi is a human. Um, but he... Is he the older guy? No, he's like short, squat, like... He almost almost looks like he's got like a spike mullet. Like a spiky mullet. I'll show you a picture of him later. Um, But he's the one that ends up cutting off Vegeta's tail when he goes like full moon monkey mode. um, Which was not my nickname in high school.
1: Oh, because cutting it off keeps them from turning into moon monkeys. Yes.
0: Or or, 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 Otrosaki or whatever it is. Which is I'm sure probably japanese for monkey or moon monkey i don't know i don't speak fucking japanese um so i beat that and this has been a longer conversation about dragon ball z than i expected uh and of yeah course, here i thought
1: you would have had a longer one about borderlands
0: funny you should mention it <laughs> so after i beat dragon ball z i decided to take a little bit of a palate cleanser and play a telltale game which i don't know if you play those
1: i don't um, I just aware listen of them? to you
0: I actually l- really like them. They're basically uh, mini-games with movies you watch. Um, very simple controls. <laughs> oh, I need to roll this way. Oh, I need to roll that way. I need to tap this button to you know, do this thing. It's very really, like mini-game type okay. controls. controls. Um, but they, once again, they're episodic, but at this point, all of the Borderlands want to come out. But I played the um, Guardians of the Galaxy one, which was a lot of fun.
1: There's a Borderlands Guardians of the Galaxy version.
0: No, there's a Telltale Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Gotcha.
0: Um, there's also the two other big ones from Telltale that you probably like are there's a Batman one that I got like had like, great reviews, um, and then a oh, what was the other one? Oh, uh, a, um, Fables A Wolf Among Us. Okay. Which you probably like may have like seen or come across. It's based on the fables comic by Bill Willingham, which I obviously read because I know that. Um,
1: you know a lot of things, Doug.
0: Yes, I do. Um, but it's about specifically, um, well, the premise is it's like fairy tale characters that live in like this like community in New York, um, just trying to get by. And of course, there's like Prince Charming who's like got like six ex-wives because you've got Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Snow White. Like yep. he did marry them, and then of course moves on. Um, and their sheriff was, of course, Sheriff Wolf. Big B-Wolf. You know, like, big bad wolf. Yep. And in the first arc of the comic, it's uh, who killed um, Little Red Riding Hood. Or Red. Um, and I don't know, I've never played the game, but like once again, it got like extremely high marks for storytelling. Yeah. Um, that's what Telltale does, which almost went defunct uh, last year, and then they got picked back up. I don't know what studio bought them, but... Um, because they stopped in the middle of like the Walking Dead one and people were like, we need to know how this ends. Yeah. Um, but the Tales from the Borderlands Telltale game with Gearbox, who does Borderlands, has been nothing short of fantastic. It does have characters that were introduced in the Telltales, uh, Tales from the Borderlands that they were in, uh, in um, Borderlands 3. So I actually didn't... I kind of see how their story ends before I saw how it begins. Yeah. Um, but it's just as funny, just as... Smart and witty, and um, of course, you have an entire pack of psychos who have a, f- a skin pizza party because that's always fun.
1: All right, a skin pizza party, yeah.
0: It's where they eat pizza and wear the faces of people they've skinned. All
1: the right. main character
0: is, spends almost the entire time thro- trying not to throw up the entire time, yeah. He's all I like, would. Oh, that one's where I go, another face, because <laughs> you're like trying to find a face for a heist, it's a whole. It's very heisty, is is the premise of the game. But it's got uh, uh, Reese and uh, Vaughn, who is voiced by Chris Hardwick, which was very surreal when I saw him in Borderlands 3, because I didn't know Chris Hardwick was in a Borderlands game. Uh, But it's been a lot of fun. I'm on the fourth out of fifth episode, so I'm a little over halfway through. Okay. Um, And I'm enjoying it. It's a great palate cleanser before I... Decide to finally bite the bullet on Death Stranding. Talk about being a late adopter. And then um, there's me
1: still trying to get through the Kingdom Hearts saga just to talk to you about Kingdom Hearts 3. The, you couldn't
0: even start locking key, which would be a great segue, but... Oh.
1: Shut up, Doug. All you have to do is watch one fucking episode. Shut up, Doug.
0: We could at least talk about, fuck, which, which key do they find in the first one? It's not the ghost key, that's in the comic.
1: Is it the head key?
0: No, the head key they find in the
1: second episode.
0: Because they haven't, to my knowledge, I'm only halfway through this, I guess we're talking about Lock and Kino. Um, you brought it up. Well, I'm a huge fan of the books. I'm actually rereading the books, which has been very confusing combined with yeah, watching it's been it. Throwing
1: often, yeah, because you
0: off Yeah, because... Well, one one of the... Duncan, the uncle character, looks nothing like he does in the comics, so I keep forgetting who he is. Um, and then they find the keys in a different order. Um...
1: So like in the book they have them found in one order, but the show is doing them in a different order.
0: Yeah, like they find the they find the head key, which when you plug it plug it into the back of your neck,
1: those people come into your brain. Yeah,
0: well, and you can go into your own brain as well. Um, That's a scary thought oh, for Doug. Yes, it is. <laughs> but the visuals, I mean, I, I was like, how are they going to do that? They, they do it pretty well, actually. Um, the cast is fantastic. Um, the one, the the Locke family. Uh, from oldest, youngest, uh, Tyler, Kenzie, and Bode, or Bode, um, pitch-perfect casting. The guy who plays their older brother uh, is Connor Jessup from Falling Skies, which is like Walking Dead, but with aliens. It got a little silly around the fourth season. Um, but the weird part is it's been so long since I've seen him in anything that he actually has kind of grown up enough that I'm like, oh, yeah, like, he's... Tyler Locke, like that makes sense okay I still don 't have like the residual of like oh no you 're the middle kid from falling skies, yeah, um, the kid that plays boat is awesome it's interesting that they shied away from the mom's alcoholism that at this point on the show she's a recovering alcoholic after the tragic death violent death of their um, her husband their father, and then they moved to his kind of ancestral childhood home uh, called the key house, which originally was uh, in Oh, fuck, I can't remember the name of the small town from the comic off the top of my head. Um, but in the show, it's Matheson, which is obviously a reference to the guy who wrote Omega Man. Um, or I Am Legend. I, okay. want say, I want to say Tim Matheson, but I don't think that's right. I think it's an actor. But uh, it's, it's, it's enough like the show. Or I'm sorry, it's enough like the comic that I'm, 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 I'm loving it. All right. Um, I watched the first episode and maybe want to rewatch or reread the entire series which I have been, like I said. Um, I'm actually on the last book right now, Alpha and Omega. And then I think there was like a, he put out like a series of like side, like side stories that I'm going to read. Um, I'll eventually finish the series. I've just got... At some point. I've got so much to watch. Um, I'm taking Doctor Who off my list. I'm it's calling it...
1: to what, like 12th Doctor? Is it 13th Doctor? It's the... Th- 12th...
0: 13th thirteenth 13th, okay. 13th is so for me
1: not watching it to kind of know be close to what doctor they're on that's a I feel pretty proud of that
0: yeah, because I started watching when it got reboot well not rebooted, but restarted, and it was um oh fuck what's his name he was on heroes and um, okay. Thor the dark world his name will come to me um, but he was the ninth doctor ten's the tenth
1: didn't he play the rock monster in Thor?
0: no no, 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 uh, Thor Dark World. He was um, Malekith, the dark elf. Oh,
1: okay. He was I'm the bad guy. another actor you've talked to me
0: about. Um, oh, you're thinking... T- Ugh, fuck. <laughs> the, the guy who directed um, Thor 3 and he did Jojo Rabbit and he plays Hitler in it. Takai Watatati or whatever. I, I'm so yeah. sorry. I love everything you do and I'm so sorry I can't say your fucking name. <laughs> um, no, but the, the ninth doctor will come to me. And then Tenet, David Tennant was the tenth doctor. Matt Smith, eleventh... Peter Capaldi was twelfth because he got a new set of regenerations. Uh, Thirteenth is Jodie Whittaker, the lady. Um, And it's not that I was talking about this weirdly enough on on another show, but um,
1: no applause, just the clap.
0: No, actually, damn. Uh, Oh. Because I was talking about how I actually like watched a bunch of shit. Um, I still have shit on my list to talk about. That um, it's just not grabbing me. You always
1: have shit to talk about. I don't
0: always. Uh, it's just not grabbing me this season. And it's not that it's, it's a lady doctor. I don't care. I watched the last season. I think it's partly like they are like three companions that I really don't give a shit about. And then like, I'm not even through the first episode. It's like aliens are killing spies, which sounds intriguing, but it's not engaging at all. Yeah. And we take a brief commercial break while Doug takes a drink. Obviously, listeners, that was more of just a break and not a commercial.
1: Although, if you threw a commercial in there, it'd be quite funny.
0: Ugh, don't. I have to write <laughs> Kathy Hammond commercials in the next, next month.
1: How did that release go? How'd the viewings go? The
0: release went great. So, if you're listening to this, please go listen to, well, all the way to the chair, stop moving. <laughs> please go listen to I Hate Kathy Hammond. Um, it's our new fully scripted and cast podcast. Um, I'm very proud of. Everyone involved. Uh, Kate, I am glad Kat, that you caught the Mule. air
1: that I said, and we fixed it. That was my it. own
0: fault. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just so proud of all the work we've put in. The numbers are great. That's um, awesome. Especially after I fixed all of the, like, unfortunately, like, weird hosting issues um, that were affecting a few of our shows. I saw a spike on oh, a
1: because, few of our shows. Oh, um, because the links because weren't working. Correct.
0: That our hosting decided to change the RSS links without any notification. So we were posting broken links. Um which made us look, well, us, me look like an idiot. Um, But But us,
1: because we all support you, Doug.
0: Thank you, and I need it, because it's a lot of work. (laughs) But everything's fixed, everything's fine, and I saw an uptick on a lot of our shows, but Kathy Hammond specifically, I'll be working on another uh, social media push probably this week. uh, But no, the numbers, I'm very happy with.
1: Good, I'm glad we're... Um, we got that fixed.
0: It's it's one of those with it's like with fear agents where I I was afraid of one of two things. One, no one would know about it, or everyone and their mother would know about it. And it would be like this like worldwide sensation and I would sh I pants. <laughs> um It's right in the middle. Like and that's where I want it to be for now.
1: For now, would you want it to be a worldwide phenomenon that
0: Um being that I'm already working on the second season I know how it's going to end I can think of side stories I want to do and I want to do like a live show with Kathy Hammond that
1: would be awesome Um,
0: the way that Welcome to Night Vale does live shows and it's not that I'm ripping them off I just I love Welcome to Night Vale so much Um, I think
1: at some point you should branch out into the live shows
0: we we'll talk off air Um, because that was always a plan for for the pop culture shows Um, let's see, uh, speaking of best laid plans and how they can fall apart, I watched Superman Red Sun. What a weird segue, Doug. Uh, this is a story about basically if, roughly, Superman would have landed about 12 hours either later or earlier, depending on how you want to look at it, and instead of landing in Kansas, he lands in Stalin-era Russia. Oh, and helps communism take over the world, except for the United States, which is now being run by Lex Luthor. Um, okay. But like, Batman is like a Soviet like resistance agent. Um, it's I read the book. It's by uh, Mark Miller and ooh, no, not Drew Johnson, Klaus Jansen I want to say is who did the art. Um, and uh, I loved the comic. I mean, it was such a novel idea. Um, not to, not to sound glib or no pun intended. Uh, such a great idea, and of course I will always support uh, Mark Miller for reasons. Uh, we had the same mentor. Um, he now writes shit that gets turned into movies, and I'm in a bar doing a podcast. So
1: you'll get there eventually, Doug.
0: Uh, but yeah, uh, Red Sun. I mean, the look of it, fantastic. Uh, the things, the s- small things, they actually did change. Um, makes sense. Uh, at the very end uh, instead of a note being left by Luthor that kind of changes Superman's mind on his entire life um, is, you know, a few lines of dialogue from the quote-unquote, well not quote-unquote, but like First Lady Lois Lane um, and then they skip the the complete end, which I, I want to know what the choice was on that, because it ends with Superman, like, you know, stepping down for reasons, and Lex Luthor you know, ushering the whole world into, like, prosperity. And it goes through, like, this, like, progression where, like, the name Luthor becomes, like, you know, Lex comes to L, becomes E-L, and then it's, like, there's, like, a recursive time loop, because obviously Superman's birth name is Cal-L. Yeah. And they imply that the L is from, like, thousands of years ago with Lex Luthor. And how it's, like, this, like, reciprocal time loop, weirdly enough. Um... So I don't I don't know I guess like yeah it implies that like Earth becomes Krypton they shoot the rocket it goes through a wormhole
1: question mark? and it goes like back in time i
0: to like Earth that like Arp whatever would be present quote unquote um,
1: so for them it goes back in time but then it lands in our current
0: yeah 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 present. yeah yeah but the fact that like the House of L is like based on like Lex Luthor mm-hmm. in our time. Yeah. ushering like a New Age of Peace, which is a very interesting idea. You never interesting. You never put it together. Like, you know, like, L and L. Um, it's like, and to be perfectly honest, it wasn't a great movie, but like, that Dawn of Justice with the Batman versus Superman, I was that day old when I realized that their mothers have the same fucking name. What? Yeah, I never, well, okay, one, I always knew, like, it was Ma and Pa Kent, not Jonathan and Martha. Like, I never, like, you don't really call the Kents by their first names. No. Um, but obviously, like, Batman's parents, I always called Martha and um, Bat-Dad. Um, Bat-Dad. I honestly cannot recall. Jesus, it's it's killing me. I can't think of shit today. Um, I can't think of the fucking Ninth Doctor. But um, I can think of everything he's fucking in. But I can't think of his fucking... Uh, Eccleston. Christopher Eccleston. Gotcha. <laughs> And it's Thomas Wayne. There we go. It all just slammed in my brain. So, um, thanks, whiskey. That's what I needed. Mental lubricant. Whiskey's for. your friend. Uh, and
1: that's... So, on the note of speaking about movies... Sure. I want to know your take about the new Sonic movie that came out.
0: It's... Apparently... Have like, you seen it? No. It's not... Okay, apparently the reviews from what I've read... Jim Carrey's back in form. I've heard, like, Jim Carrey kills it. But that it's obviously not... A movie for adults like not that i expect like an r-rated sonic movie but yeah. that like kids will get a kick out of it but the jokes in it are, aren't aimed at, like there's not there's enough no like,
1: hidden like, jokes in yeah there's no not, like
0: there's not, like you know kind of a subtle or subversive humor that you tend to see and stuff like i love when jason siegel redid the muppet when well, i redid but like you know came back with a muppet movie because there were fucking jokes for adults in it
1: yeah Okay, now, what about going back to the original animation of the movie, to the newer, when we cyber-bullied them into Yeah, changing. but it,
0: it made the money it needed to make to, like, necessitate, uh, to not necessitate that, but to, to recoup that.
1: Yeah, but I want to know your first thoughts on those first trailers that, are re- that were released. It looked
0: creepy. It looked like fucking cats. Yeah. I but have it not seen that hedgehog. movie.
1: I have not seen that movie.
0: That's because it looks like a fucking horrible fever dream.
1: It's based off the Broadway.
0: Yeah, yeah, My thing is that it makes me uncomfortable because I'm still sexually attracted to Taylor Swift, even if she looked like an anthropomorphic cat. And I think that's a bit telling on my part because I fucking hate cats.
1: Yeah, you're not a cat person.
0: No, 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 but I'd still stick my dick in Taylor Swift cat.
1: <laughs> only you would say that, Doug. Only you would say that. It's
0: the one and the only time I could ever be called a cat fucker. There we go. I got it. <laughs> I had a follow-up sentence, too, so that was... Uh, do you want to go out on that note, or do we have anything else in the vomit?: do have anything else. All right, so... Reach
1: your goal of making me snort-laugh-on-air.
0: So, yeah, on the... Uh, <laughs> on that note, then, cat humping and snorts. Uh, I'm Doug. I'm a nerd. This has been my vomit, Christina.
1: This has been my nerd vomit. Not much yet, but they'll, I'll get there.
0: And we're out like a rigid, bifurcated penis. Oh, cheers. We'll do cheers. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just The Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN, on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play.
1: Oh, yeah.